Hey, we're back on. It's the wrap. Hey, Charlie Flair. <laughs> if you could only if you could only hit a background with Brendan and Clarence. It's Tom Mazaway here on NRM Streamcast, the Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler oh, Jeep Studios. Turn the PG dial back on. That uh, off-air lack of professionalism is something. <laughs> I'll tell you. We didn't learn from the great Tom Brenneman stepping on the landmine. We learned no lessons uh, just now. And how know. about the, the Hornets? We've all known each other over 10 years. How about the Hornets you know. announcer that's texting and you know, he, man. instead of nuggets, he gets the N-word out and he gets himself canned. I mean, it's, it's just, hey, hey can, pay attention, people. Pay attention. Yeah. Be nice. Basic stuff. Be nice to one another. We'll talk to Dave Burkett here in a few minutes just to talk about Lions camp and you know what I got hooked on again is uh, Hard Knocks. I didn't want to watch it at first. I've yeah. watched 17 of them. This yeah. is like year 18. So I sit down. I'm like, let me give it a shot. I put it on, and it's about both L.A. teams. It's the Chargers and the Rams, Hard Knocks on HBO. And, you know, they go into the camp, and they show you what's up. I'm, I'm hooked again. And I'm telling you, the NFL will make it through. When I see what they're doing, and yeah. I want you guys to watch it. I watch. I'm watch, I love it. I love it, Hard Knocks. But that's because I love I love Lee Streber. Oh, he's phenomenal. He's amazing. You watch his. I, I watch, the but I watch book. him, and I'm like, it's him, but it's yeah. not. That's not him. I'm, no. I'm too addicted to this hockey. I can't take I my eyes off the but hockey. You, but I want you to take a take time watching uh, two hours. The, the playoff hockey is no, just getting the better. The basketball better. kills the hockey. Oh, yeah. It's destroying it. Anyway. The stories are unreal, dude. I'm you got Dame to... Lillard hitting thirty-seven footers and talking like it's. I hope they could take yeah, out the got, take out the you hand got Charlie McAvoy okay. laying out Jordan Stahl. I mean, that's so. What... Th- let's just say this: bubbling works. Can we just say bubbling? Bubbling works. works. Bubbling works. They, I, when I was on vacation, they said I've heard the hockey's been unreal. Eight thousand tests. Yes. So that was that was when they played the, the Bruins played the Lightning in a round yes. robin game. Bubbling works. Came back from lunch. We were watching it up from the beach. And they said there'd been eight thousand tests yeah. of all the personnel that been up there in that bubble. Yes, zero. Let me ask positives. you a question. I want you to think back to eighteen to twenty-two year old Brenda. Yeah, if you were an athlete, still the same guy. Could you could you be bubbled? Oh, hey, oh. Could you be bubbled? Um, no. <laughs> like I was telling you guys before, you rudely interrupted me. <laughs> I was watching the Hard Knocks, and I'm telling you, the NFL is going to make it through the season. After watching, after watching what they do, how to take care of their players, and what they're doing, social uh-huh. distance, these coaches, these uh-huh. general managers, uh-huh. these players, what are you laughing at? <laughs> you. You don't believe? Because you No, I don't. And I, I can tell you why. So keep going. I'll, I'll finish. Go ahead. Well, same, he, he, go he's ahead, he's go referencing ahead. 22-year-old Brendan again. Oh, yeah. But go ahead. Keep I going. With your Bur- NFL tattoo Dave Burkett's on, on the phone. Well, what, 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 the dude sneaking the girl Burkett. in. Right. Hey, we didn't talk about that. The we, dude sneaking the girl you in. You notice that tattoo mask got with the shield and okay. the star? Well, listen. Okay. The, the Seahawk that Seahawk kid, guy. He, he made a mistake. Unbelievable. He made a mistake. Unbelievable. He made a mistake? Okay. think You mean his penis made a mistake? Who else has penises? I don't know. The whole NFL, mask. He's a dumb rookie. Anyway, Dave Burkett, <laughs> welcome to the show, Dave. How are you, buddy? What's going on, man? How are you? We're doing good. I'm just uh, talking to these two fools here, Clarence and Brendan. Hey, no, and, uh, that's not fair, uh, and man. I'm, and I'm trying to tell them that the NFL is doing everything right. So tell these guys <laughs> how the Lions are doing it right in, in Camp Allen Park. Well, look, I, I think they have done a lot of things right. I mean, I really like what the – it's not the NBA bubble. Obviously, you have to – you know, the, the bubble is the – that's the concept that works best. But short of the bubble, I think the NFL has put in place a lot of really, um, you know, strict protocols. Um, the daily testing. We've seen where the numbers are right now. Phenomenal. Uh, I think the Lions have, have you know, the the way that they've 
um, kept the virus out of their building, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's what all the protocols are designed to do. I, I give everyone credit. But having said that, you know, this is camp. It's a controlled environment, so it's a little bit different than it will Thank be during you. the regular season. And the, the truth of the matter is, you know, it can still get in because there's not that bubble. And once it does, that's when, uh, you know, some of these, these uh, worst-case scenarios, I guess, could come into place. So, Dave, just to be fair, just to, I'm just saying, I, well, I'm trying to cover up your NFL tattoo on your neck, your NFL hickey. So, Dave, just to be fair, so two questions. First, uh, do you think that the real issues are going to start once you have people from the outside, namely the other team, um, these guys start hitting each other? And then what are you hearing right now is their plan to try and address that? Because that's really where this whole thing changes is when, when, when another NFL team and their whole contingent comes in to play – uh, what, what's the current mitigation on that? Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the, the scary scenario is, you know, you play a game on Sunday and everyone out there is tested, uh, you know, negative beforehand, and then you show back up Monday and all of a sudden you got a you know, a couple guys that test positive. I mean, who has to sit out then, right? Everybody they came in contact with in a game or, you know, everyone in their own position room, everyone they were in a huddle with. I mean, that, that's, those are the things that there is not a clear answer for at this point. Um, you know, the NFL has talked about and what they're doing in camp and, and what they can do during games because of the, the RFID chips and, and player shoulder pads is they can sort of use that to contact trace, right? Who's come in contact with this person for how long? Um, you know, in, in theory, uh, you know, the, I don't know if it's the CDC, but the, the recommendations are, you know, if you're within six feet of somebody for 15 minutes, um, but you know, you and I and, and everyone out there knows that it doesn't take you being around somebody 15 minutes to catch the, the virus. So, you know, again, that's the, the question. Are you going to sit somebody that was in a huddle when it's certainly possible that, that they got it as, you know, uh, a quarterback, if a quarterback has it is, is, you know, yelling a play to everyone in the huddle or on the offensive line when you're blocking a defensive lineman who has it. So, um, I, I think those are, look, we don't know how any of that's going to play out. I don't even know if there's a clear answer to, to who has to, to sit uh, or who would just be required to go through additional testing. Um, and those are sort, certainly the scenarios that the NFL is hoping don't take place. Other thing, obviously, uh, the big news last week, saliva testing was approved. Are you hearing that the NFL is going to look at that? Reportedly, you can get a saliva test and results yep. within a th- – I think the, the minimum time is 36 – to 40 hours um, are you hearing are the lions currently looking at that is the nfl currently have that as, as part of their mitigation are you hearing anything about that at the nfl level well the nfl has um a testing protocol that goes for every team right now the, the lab that they've contracted in utah they turn their, their tests around in less than 24 hours i mean legitimately i i am part of this this protocol right now i get tested every single day i wake up in the morning and i have that email in my inbox you know, just about every day since I've been tested that says, you know, no, no virus detected. So they're, they're getting it in, in less than 24 hours right now. That's good. Um, the wow. question of that saliva test was, was raised yesterday on a conference call with uh, Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL's chief medical officer. And he said, you know, that he's hopeful, um, you know, he, he's all for that development. You know, he wants there to be more testing. He does think the NFL's, um, you know, testing protocols will, will change as this season goes along. But, you know, he also pointed out that uh, it's important to have the the best available test along with the, the rapid results. And I think the, the test that they're using, you know, they feel very confident uh, that the number of false positives and false negatives will be extremely low. 
uh, and lower than the saliva test right off the bat. So I don't know that the saliva test will be used um, immediately in the NFL. That test is a real delight, isn't it, Dave? My goodness. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Uh, it, I think it, it, it. I found that it depends on whichever nurse practitioner, whoever it is, uh, I don't know the job title exactly, is giving it to you because some of them certainly put the swab up a little bit deeper in the nose. Than oh, oh. Yeah, they, they tickle your your cerebellum well, for crying well, out loud. Well, wait a minute. Last night I'm watching the, I'm watching the uh, L.A. Chargers and L.A. Rams on on uh, hard knocks, and they're only like swabbing their nose. They're putting it on a like, little. They're not sticking it all the way up the nose. Ugh. No, it's the mid-nasal one. It is not the the deep brain scraper. But I am telling you, some people maybe didn't. I've gotten three brain scrapers. Get the memo on how deep you go because sometimes, like today, you know, the I went in there and you know the lady she moved it around a little bit, you know, but it wasn't deep. It wasn't too much of an issue yesterday. Man, I came out of there with my eyes over the water. Like, oh, oh no! Yeah. No wait, Dave. Do you do you get a say? I mean, can you? I mean, can you kind of look and say, hey, you know what? Did uh. Can I get the one that didn't have a fight with her boyfriend via text about ten minutes ago? <laughs> you just, no, I, I mean, just got to uh, take a chair. The lady from yesterday is now on my radar. There I you go. Like, yeah. you know, the, yeah. Somebody else go when she's up. I'm gonna be mad. She walk, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait She walks up to the car. You're hitting the gas next time. Let Rothstein and Kyle Mikey go ahead of you. Yeah, it's all the you know sort of the traveling beat writers that are out Absolutely. there that, uh, that kind of go through the daily testing. Dave Burkett, Lions beat writer for the Free Press, joins us. He's been a busy man. And uh, what do you think of uh, the team so far on their walkthroughs? And have you seen anything that can that you can tell us that we can look forward to? Yeah, I wish I could you know really say that hey this team's going to be great or, or they're not or you could speak with some you know certainty. But you know how it is, you, you really can't this time of year. Uh, you know, I think the Lions have done a lot right this offseason. I mean, you know, I, I just as a general rule, I, I think teams are better off not spending a lot of money in free agency. So even though the Lions didn't go big, I, I don't have a problem with what they did. I thought they, I thought they had a really good draft. I think you know the way they've handled the offseason from you know letting the focus be at the appropriate time on you know the the protests that were going on, the, the discussion about racial injustice, the. Uh, the, the virus itself, you know, not pushing football too much and, and letting, um, you know, players have an opportunity to be human. Um, I think that can go a long way. And, and even right now in camp, you know, I think, you know, we've seen some, you know, DeAndre Swift has looked pretty good at times. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jeff Okuda took a, a couple first team reps today. You know, I, I think the, the early returns are positive and we all think the, uh, the lines are going to have a pretty good offense this year. So, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic about uh, you know which direction the arrow is pointed right now. It's not a great, it's not a superb division. I mean, it's a, it's up for grabs. It's been up for grabs in the past, and the Lions have piddled it away. And it's not like what, they what, wanted a favorite. What would make you think our division is up for grabs? I don't think up it's for grabs. I don't think it's a very crazy. Good I don't think it's a very good division. I think Green Bay's trending I, down. Go I, ahead, Dave. No. Hold on. Did Go Aaron Rodgers die last I, night? I, yeah. Go ahead. I think Maz is giving me the floor here because I agree with him. I, I look. I, I mean, I, if I'm still making predictions, I think the Vikings are the team to beat, and obviously the They're Packers okay. had a nice year last year. Um, but I, I don't look at the NFC North as you know. There's no Kansas City Chiefs team, right? Where you look at them, you're like that team's Super Bowl bound, right? There's no Baltimore Ravens where you're like, yeah, that team's going to win twelve, you know, thirteen games. So. Um, while you know, right now I'm not picking the Lions to, to win the division. Neither am I. I don't see that. I don't see it as this like insurmountable, you know, hill that they can't climb to to get past those teams. Absolutely, and especially if you have Stafford healthy, and I think he is. I think it gives them. I think he's the the second best quarterback in that division. Yeah. Green Bay's going to win the division. Minnesota lost too many good guys no. on defense. Green Bay is not going to win. 
Hey, hey, Dave. So Sawbuck right now. On one it. of the one <laughs> of the things that obviously for you know Matt Patricia, it, you know whether right or wrong, the Slay comments maybe you know Snacks Harrison, his image seemed to take a hit. How has he been, or what have you noticed in terms of his demeanor with with the players, the way that he maybe has gone about giving instruction? I mean, does he seem to be at all? different in his DNA based on just some of the heat he took last year from former players? Well, I, I think the change happened last year. You know, year one was a rough one for everyone in the locker room, and that was, you know, the the, the comments that Slade made to me were, uh, you know, he was referring to an incident um, during that 2018 season and something that obviously he never got over. And, you know, look, last year wasn't great, um, but I think it, it was a little more harmonious. And, you know, frankly, um, you know, just we haven't had enough access with players uh, to to right. get a sense of, of much of that yet, or you know we, we've watched three practices. Um, but I, I will say that I, I do think Matt has, you know, he's he's grown as a coach in that regard a little bit. And look, there's still some of the right. You make a mistake in practice, you're running a lap around the field. And you know he's still you know he, he can get on guys, and that's not a bad thing. Um, you know, so I, I think you know he hasn't changed his stripes completely. It's not like he's gone all soft or anything like that, but. Um, I do think the the locker room itself, the players here, are probably more in his image. Um, so maybe they're, they're, you know, there's a little bit more harmony that way. Joe Judge of the Giants, former New England guy, he's doing that now too, and the players are buying into it right now. So we'll see how the hard ass approach goes, the Bill Belichick way, and you know, obviously they're they're trying to follow the the leader. I mean, the guy is, you know, one of the greatest coaches ever. They're trying to take a little from him. Hey, I got a lot of texts from uh, Giants writers already this training camp being like, hey, did Patricia do this? Yeah. Uh, you know, how did players respond to this? Were they, you know, did, did coaches actually run, you know? So no it really is. I mean, all these guys just come in doing the, the New England Patriots thing. And that's because Belichick won with it. And obviously, you know, it hasn't been successful many other places. And, um, you know, frankly, you know, being too hard just doesn't, you know, work with a lot of guys. But, um, you know, that, that also doesn't mean that it, it can't be successful if, if given time. And I think we'll see. That's why this year is so important for the Lions. We'll see if, if players start to respond a little bit more to, to his message. I hope so. You had a great one-on-one with Calvin Johnson before we let you go. Uh, where, where's he at in his life right now? And uh, will this ever, will this divide ever, you know, come apart? Will, will it ever come back together? Will he ever be a, a Detroit Lion guy again? You know, I uh, I would like to think so because I think it's you know important for you know him to be honored as uh, the Lions yeah. great, and you know he's going to go into the Hall of Fame probably next year. Um, and uh, yeah, so I would like to think so, but you know it's it's a it's a tricky situation right now. I mean, Calvin wants to get paid. You know, they, he feels like the Lions took his money from him, and you know I don't think the Lions, um, you know, they, I don't I don't think they feel like they need to. To give him that money back at all, so I, I don't know how it gets mended, but I'm hopeful that by this time next year, when the Hall of Fame game in theory is taking place, that that it does because I think it's important for for Kelvin to be a part of the the Lions organization. Yeah. And look, for anyone who listened to that you know interview, I mean that was just a, a very small part of that. You know, like we talked a lot about the Hall of Fame stuff and you know his playing career and how he's doing now. And, and to answer your point about you know where he's at in life, he's happy, man. He is content. He's you know, he's, he's got uh, a couple little ones, and you know, he's got a, a growing business here in the state. You know, he still lives in the state. Um, you know, football was something that uh, certainly he put his all into it when he did it, but, you know, he left a, a beat-up man, and, uh, 
you know, I've talked to a lot of people about him and his career because I have to do the, the presentation for the Hall of Fame selection committee um, after the season on, on his case. Wow. Hey, Dave, and, what is uh, the man? People, people love him. You know, people that played with him or against him and, and coached him. They, they just love what, what he brought to the team, what he meant to the team. Dave, to that end, on every financial, every company's financial statement, there's a line item of called goodwill. What what do you think? I mean, monetarily, to have Calvin at games as one of the alums in that in that little lineup, not or working out with a, the Raiders, have him as a spokesperson. I mean, it, yeah. is this a case where the Lions just don't care monetarily what that what that goodwill number could mean? Or, I mean, you know, do you think there is something to be said there for you know there being a benefit that maybe the Lions aren't aren't seeing for you know maybe just pay them pay them for that line item of goodwill on the on the lions balance sheet yeah no i i mean i think that's exactly right that that maybe they they didn't realize that you know early on with barry you know uh 20 years ago and because they they went that direction initially they didn't want to go a different direction with kelvin when really they should have learned their lessons from that, that barry experience and said you know what what is $1.6 million? Like, it's a lot of money, right? I'd love to have it. But, you know, to this organization and, and an NFL nothing. team that, that's printing billions, it, yeah, it's, it, it really is nothing. And um, I think that the, especially when you look across the league and you see the way other organizations treat their star players and Colts. don't go after their bonus money. And, yeah, and Colts that. and Andrew so, Luck. Uh, you know, there's so many examples. I mean, even think about it, the Colts or the the Patriots and and who did they sign at the end of his Reggie Wayne or whoever their receiver was when they they gave him the, you know, they gave him a signing bonus and he quit like two weeks later and they let him keep it. I mean, wow. it's just, those are just things that if the player is in good standing with the team and you understand why he's walking away. I mean, Kelvin was in pain at the end of his career, right? And, and certainly some of it had to do with what was going on with the organization. But you know, Kelvin thought about retiring after the 2014 season, so. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't like he left this team high and dry. He told them right after the season he was done. Uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, I would like to think that going forward, the Lions don't treat their, their star players that way. It's a great read, Dave, and the podcast can be found uh, on Twitter as well. Am I correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Check it out, uh, freak.com, and it's linked on my, uh, my Twitter page. At Dave Burkett. Thanks a lot, man, and uh, we'll talk to you throughout the season. Appreciate it. All right, sounds good. We'll talk to you guys again. All right. Good day. Dave Briquette, Free Press. And, yeah, his dad talked him out of retiring the first time. And it's a great read. It's a great listen if you guys want to listen. And the Lions just don't get it right. And that's why they are one of, they're the laughingstock of the league. They're a laughingstock of all sports. It's a sin. It's, it's a freaking sin. They don't get it right. They're the only team that's never been to the Super Bowl in the modern era. They've won one playoff game you know, since, 19, since 1957. I mean, since 1991. I mean, it's, it's a disgrace. It's, it is what it is. I still love them. I want the to win. curse. I want to ask the two of you, do you think there is any more overrated valuation than the, the, the assistant coach you were the assistant coach for? Or you can't – Tommy Amaker, Johnny Dawkins, Jeff Capel. Uh, all, all Coach have K. In, all have in common. Coach K. Yeah. All three fired. It. Who you? The fact that you sat next to the greatness. It's not COVID. It doesn't like it. You, you don't, don't get it through. You osmosis. don't catch it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like so. Yeah. So I, and you. So Lombardi. You're a Lombardi guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Who was Lombardi's assistants, and what did they become? 
Well, he had Bill Walsh way okay. back when, way but, back, the, but, but they passed on him. Right. And uh, Phil Bankston took over for him. He lasted one year. Okay. And, you know, you can go on and on. Bart Starr took over. He got fired. Which yeah, are, yeah it, which of the trees about, has really right. worked? When they out. talk about the Homegrown tree, right? I would say the, the Homegrown is, is. I would say Bill Parcells. The Homegrown was okay. The Parcells is, tree because it's got, got Belichick on it and Sean Payton. Yep, yep. But Holmgren was on the uh, Bill Walsh tree. Yeah, he but filtered all, down from but that. You, you come from, but they you filtered figure, down from the Paul Brown tree. Actually, Paul Brown sure. gave yeah. gave the job to the Browns to the wrong guy. He should have given it to Bill Walsh. Yeah. Bill Walsh then left and became the 49ers head coach, right, right. and that's it. It's well, over. And Saban is a part of the Belichick tree, but they do things similar but also different. Right. And I think, like, man, this idea – and I guess I say all to say this. I don't need Joe Judge or Matt Patricia to do anything other than be – Themselves. Themselves. Yeah. And not carry – like, I don't – if I was if I was hiring, I would say, man, leave all of that Patriot shit – or all that Duke stuff, like, I don't want to see it. Right. I'm hiring you to take that knowledge, but frame it in a way that is uniquely you. Jeff Capel went to Oklahoma. He had Blake Griffin did great. And the minute Blake Griffin was gone, all that Duke shit didn't work. Well, that's the problem, though, with sports today. It's, every, it's all copycat leagues. So that's why these organizations, as much as they hate the Patriots, they they hate me because they ain't me. They want to be the Patriots, and that's why these guys get these gigs, because they want to instill that culture Dan, on their organization. Dan, Dan Munson built Gonzaga. Mark Few took it, and Mark Few literally went, yeah, I'm going to do this. And it worked because sure. he didn't try and duplicate Dan Munson. He, he didn't try and be Dan Munson. But there's very few. Maybe it's the generation. Maybe it's the players in every sport now. There's maybe they're very just few, not very good. Right. But but there's very few true leaders of men of course, left. But no, we're all parents. I don't want my children to be me at all. Oh, God, no, I don't want my kids to be me. Absolutely. We all want our kids to be better than us. But right. you, your hope is you're, you want your girls to take the best parts of Maz and then do something with that. Do I, better. Say, all three of us do. Yeah, but this sure. idea almost that it's like, I think I would pass out if, I, if, tw- if 20 years from now I was seeing my son literally doing, like, doing a, a, a B version of me. Sure. I think I'd pull him aside and go, kid. No, your yeah. family, your kids. Yeah. And right. I think that shit with Joe Judge, when I read about it, I'm like, dude, you that that stuff has a shelf life in, in 2020 and beyond. Win or not, right? that's got a shelf life. Because the, Jag, the Jags were winning. Yeah. What? And we talked about that. Coughlin, it, you, you, you just, it, it's like somebody told me, that's man. That's another Parcells trick. Yeah. Coughlin. But somebody told God, me about at him. some point you better figure out when the carrot is coming. But it's a because it's a, it's you, a dying can't, breed, though. It, you know. Well, so then what we're basically saying is Joe Joe Judge's shelf life, win or lose, won't be long. Won't be long. Patric- I mean, and I mean, I said this from jump. I mean, I think Patricia's a boob anyway, so it's but not going to work he's, long. But but Dave basically here. said he's yeah he's 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 found a way to maybe mix in. They the might carrot. like him now. Well, I mean, let's see. look at well, but again, I agree with. I mean, the one thing they do, I agree with the conditioning part. I yeah, mean, okay, because cool. they said that the, the whole Patriot run, right. when they would wear these teams down, because the fact of the matter yeah. is, Belichick ran those guys in camp. But he okay? also and th- but, had but the thing Brady, is, though. That's the... Right. He had the ultimate security blanket yeah, and yes. the greatest quarterback of all time. Yes. However, my point well, is, and maybe the there is no too. excuse for when you're... That's my thing. You don't have to be a, a, a brazen dictator to get them to do it, but you sh- guys making the money that they should be making, if you fumble... 
in a a practice in training camp, damn right you should run because you know what? Okay. That's going to pay off when you're trying to win the key game in Green Bay late in the year yes. when you have conditioning and the other jabronis on the other team didn't run in camp and that's what happened for years with the Patriots. But you These other teams also, ran out of gas because when you, they hit week 1, their guys were all ready whereas most teams it's four, five, six weeks before they're at but peak But you shape. also got to know your variables. Man, Belichick has so – like, Belichick had an owner that was like, bro, I'm in. He had a – he got sure. lucky. Most owners he are got in. The greatest, he got the greatest Most quarterback of in. all time. I, I think – I don't think they are. I think they're in until they either – they like, you got to show them something. I think most owners are, like, waiting to see, and then it's like, okay, you can deliver. I'm in. Once you deliver there, Sean Payton, Sean Payton started to deliver in New Orleans, and it was like, okay, he can do this. I'm good. I mean, you're in you're in the military. the The ultimate pop culture depiction of how browbeating another man is done, right? When oh, yeah. it, throughout the Absolutely. movies and pop culture, Absolutely. I mean, private pile, me. the whole thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. But at the same time, it's all packaging and delivery, and then it's about the character of the person that's receiving it. Even no matter what we're talking about, whether we're talking about academics, sports, business, whatever. I mean, you know, what I do right now, I, I have, you know, I grew up in a house where I got yelled at. You know what I mean? Like, I have a boss who's a yeller. And, you know, but as long as you don't cross the line, if you're, if you're mentally strong enough, it yeah. rolls off your back. Right. For that type of money to be like, oh, this guy's a clown. He's making me run laps. But if you say, hey, you got to run. But if you call people names like Mr. Brenneman uses, then that's you, a different story. If you, if you establish the culture and you have a firm handle on the culture beyond who's there, then you're solid. Sure, if this, if your culture is not solidified, you cannot right, pull But you get what shit. I'm saying, though. It's you guys packaging. hear the music at all? You guys yeah, hear, we're the, good. hear the music? You guys okay? Yeah. Okay. You want to you know, maybe take this at another time? Yeah, maybe next week. Okay, because King and Foster are coming up next on NRM Streamcast. It would be nice. We'll pick all up right, our conversation. All right. Uh, yeah. all right? You guys want to keep yapping and yelling. Cool. Joe Judge. and I think he's going to do good, by the way. In New Amanda York. Pete was the girl you're she thinking She was. Of. Yes. Yeah. She's something. I dig her. Anyway, <laughs> check out Brock Meyer. Poor Mr. Brenneman. Anyway, thanks to David. Thanks to Ethan. Thanks to, uh, oh, my God, we didn't get we didn't get the king on. We didn't get him. We didn't get, get the Duke the on. We didn't get the Duke on his last day. Duke Ellington. I'm sorry, Ellington. You should have walked in here, man. Ellington's last day today. We wish him nothing like but the best. School? He's going we'll be back, back to school. We'll be back man. next year. All right. We'll bring, we'll bring you back, man. King and Foster <laughs> are coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay healthy.